T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The fact that he knew Seven Nations Army, I'll take that. That's a win. That's a win for Vontae. White stripes. White stripes. White Stripes. Which is the fa- your favorite song of those three? Oh, except that one right there. And Knox. That's the one. Yeah, they're That's real the rock. Like, that other crap school. you guys played? Oh, my God. <laughs> my brother's soul is probably destroyed oh my right God. now. Anytime no, your song gets turned into a chant at a sporting event. Yes. That's yeah, no, that song. Because, you know, during the Super Bowl with the Ravens and Niners, the Ravens fans loved that song. And they were rolling in that Super Bowl, and they started playing White Stripes, that song, Seven Armies. What is it? Seven, Seven Nations Seven Army. Nations Army. And they started singing it at the Superdome, and I was like, damn, this is their game. This is their game. But as far as Fallout Boy and what was the first group? The, the Offspring. The Offspring. Like, Offsprings, they have way more like hardcore songs than on. what I played you. Come on, man. I mean, come on. My brother is somewhere right now punching the air. Spadoni, Why? you Why? strike me as a Fallout Boy guy. I liked them. Yeah, they were okay. I mean, I'm not knocking you. Well, like, they were popular when I was like in middle school. Yeah, so Blink 182, all the da- kid dances and stuff like yeah. that. They had a lot of that. A lot of T Pain. Brand new. Wow. Are you a brand new guy? That is a jazz fit. No. Bonte, you're pathetic. Oh my <laughs> god. Wow. I'm sorry. That's strong. <laughs> sorry. They wanted the brothers take one of the white girls from you. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, you want to? No, 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 I'm talk sorry. About that. Yeah, well, let's not talk about you that. You want to flip the script next uh, week and. And have you do some no, to me? No, I like this. I like this. Because then what happens is I go back and I go down a Fallout Boy rabbit hole. I go down there. That's what I'm saying. Wikipedia. I go down Offspring and their Wikipedia. This look like, wow, people listen to this? I like this. All right, you know, they may have some. Now, I will say some rock bands and some pop bands have some banging ass beats. Thank you. Some of the instrumentals. Yeah, you were into Led Zeppelin. Right. Led Zeppelin was pretty good. They were pretty good. Hip hop artist Apathy has a great remix to Seven Nation Army. Really? Check it out. Can yeah. I play it? Can you guys play it right now? We'll find it. I don't even know who Apathy is. <laughs> New Dubia Award category. Best backpedal Zucci man. <laughs> Best backpedal. <laughs> Uncomfortable conversations part two. <laughs> Uncomfortable. Yeah. Hey, when I said that, all three of your faces like, oh gosh. We're, we're just Where are we back going? away from we're, the We're going. The this is Simpson. definitely Radio Bate. TV Bate would do nothing like this. If we, we had a segment on television about Offspring. Hey, bully D. Ryan Fessy, man. I've got to tell you about Offspring. I gotta tell you about Follow Boy and this emo music. Emo music. Emotional music. Number one with a bullet. Oh my gosh. They did have a time. They had a moment in time. time. They had a moment in time. They did. They had a moment in time. And what was the what was the, the, the concert you guys were talking about? My brother used to go to all those. Vans Warp Tour. Vans Warp Tour. Wow, that was a wow, that was a big oh, one. Man. Yeah, the last one they had uh, right before COVID was in uh, Mountain View. <laughs> Shoreline? 
Yep. Yeah. Now that's a name yes. I've heard in a long time. 408 Cowcast Business Alien Ant Farm. Line. That's a name I hadn't heard. 408 Cowcast Business Sex Line. I'm Asian, bro. All the brothers be taking these Asian girls. Well, I'm not one of those brothers, 408. Never dated an Asian girl. I guess this Filipino count. I'm learning about K-pop right now. There are some K-pop groups out there that I'm learning about because of the Giants' uh, new signing. <laughs> Bam Bam? No. Bam Bam's K-pop. Oh, I don't even know that. I didn't even Bam Bam Mulins. I no, you were no, talking Bam Bam. He uh, joined us last year. Oh. No, he joined us the year the oh. Warriors won the championship. Oh, you're talking about the guy who K-pop. was on the with the hair. Yeah, yes, yes, K-pop. Yes. There's a lot of K-pop. Very popular. Remember Anna told me, damn, his lips. He's got better lips than half the women in this world. <laughs> I, 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 okay. YouTube and text lines all over the place. <laughs> They're all over That's the what place. Happens with it. That's why I like Pandora's box. <laughs> I do like it. I do like it. It's fun. Well, maybe we should pick. I would like to do like some different genres. So if anybody has different ideas for various genres we can go to. I didn't want to get you in trouble because we went Motown one time and you really whiffed. Oh, and I didn't get in trouble. It's good for content. <laughs> See, I always be contented. What you guys don't know is I always be contented. What's best for the show? Because like I, I think about this, like Jock Brady, for example. Yeah, when I should do Jock Brady with Steiny and Guru and Whitey Gleaser would host it. I'll win all the time. And people would say, it's boring when you win all the time. But I don't like losing. So I like to flex my knowledge. And, you know, I got accused cheating during that segment at one time. And I was like, really? I got accused of cheating? Really? I know my sports. But it's fun. Sometimes you got to take a bullet for the team. So sometimes getting things wrong is better for content. It's better for the show. It's better to be to make fun of yourself. You have to be self-deprecating, right? That's, that's the best thing in the world. Be self-deprecating. Can you name one Pearl Jam song? They just got announced for the uh, Bottle Rock tour. Oh my gosh! No, I can't. Pearl Jam? No, I can't. I can't name one. So somewhere Willard is punching the air right now, right? I mean, he's I, a big Pearl Jam well, guy, right? Well, Willard has no idea. We're do some hip hop out of it. Like I never heard it of before. So while I'm bumping Larry June. Mark Willis Buff and Pearl Jam. Super different. Well, well, Method Man talked about how he used to take other genres and incorporate yeah. it into his rap. They all do. You know? They all do. And he was very big on other other genres and trying to bring it to rap. So, you know. They all do. Run DMC, Jay-Z. D- I mean, it, it all, they all, it all goes together. But what I was listening to was not Fall Out Boy. All right. 888-957-9570. Let me ask you guys this. And I'm serious with this one. Like, I don't want to drown in negativity. It's been very difficult to be optimistic about the Warriors because what we're watching hasn't been great. So what I would ask everyone is, no, like, seriously, take championship off the table. Not because we're conceding it, but just because let's be reasonable right now. Let's think practical. What would constitute a success of salvaging this year for the Warriors, for a Warrior fan? Are we looking big picture? Are we looking small picture? Are we trying to develop Pajemski and, and Trace Jackson Davis. Why would you do that while you're trying to, you know, squeeze the last embers out of the Steph Curry prime? You know, is it make a better version of Draymond Clay and, and Steph for the now? Is it trying to find a piece around them? Is it to clear cap space? I would love to know what would constitute salvaging the season for a Warrior fan. Because I know that this team brings great pride and, and great satisfaction to people that are watching it. And and I'm I'm at a loss for what would appease the fan base. Because when you're booing a team coming off the court at halftime, when they've won four championships for you in well, a decade, to me it sounds like everyone's frustrated. Well, the booing, I, I had to go back and listen to the booing, and that performance deserves some boos. 
It did deserve some booze. It was awful. Um, by the way, 510, hey, Bonte, I'm a 43-year-old white guy from North Oakland. And I've never heard of any of these songs. I'm not going to read the rest of the text. Or I'll just read this part. Good job for knowing, not knowing these songs. Um, what is success for the Golden State Warriors? 888-957-9570. Are we back to just making the playoffs? Oh, man. Are we back to just making the play-in? So this is a good question. I've got I a couple know. of I answers. Don't know. I don't know what success is. I don't know what success is because I don't know what this roster is going to look like in three weeks. This lot, this roster could look dramatically different. It really can. That's the reality here, folks. It could look extremely different. Well, that might be somebody's uh, example, you know, right. of success. Could be reshaping could the be. organizational, you know, blueprint. Okay, we got a break. We got a break. Got a break. Got a break. This segment was sponsored by Go to Say Lumber, serving the Bay Area for three generations. When you succeed, we succeed. Visit Go to Say Lumber What's coming up with a game? Sponsored by Safeway. Your phone calls eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Hey, Dub Nation, it's Trace Jackson Davis, and you're listening to The Morning Roast with Bonte Hill and Joe Shesky on 95.7 The Game. Bum, 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 bum. All right, Anthony Slater's going to join us at 8 o'clock to talk some dubs here. He was at the presser yesterday with Draymond Green. We'll get into that. And Steve Kerr's sound from now. We got a lot of sound. We got a lot of calls to get to as... We want to let everybody know to download the free Odyssey app and listen to 95.7 Game wherever you go. You catch every single Warriors game live on the app along with all the music and news the Bay Area needs. Catch amazing interviews you missed like Steve Kerr when he joined Willard and Dibs yesterday. By the way, early start time today, 5.30 p.m. at Chase Center. It's the earliest start for a Warriors home game since 2008. 2008. Wow. Early start time due to the game being... On ABC as well as NBC Sports Bay Area. We'll still have our pre and post game show. You'll still be able to hear Fitz and Buki, but it's going to be on ABC as well, a national televised game. So it's starting at 5 30 today. 5 30. So I'm not do whatever you got to do. Uh, I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent. I'll be interested to see how uh, quickly the crowd can get in there. That's the thing. Yeah. Can the crowd get there? Can the crowd get there? Um, how will the energy be to start? You know, I, I don't mind getting off early, but I do like those 7 o'clock starts, man. There's something about the 7 o'clock starts. So that's your sweet spot? I like the 7 o'clock starts. Gotcha. I mean, it doesn't make me a difference, man. I'm going to get my six hours of sleep regardless. Um, but 5.30 start. 5.30 start for everybody out there. So you may want to get off of work. You may want to take public transportation because uh, we know traffic is bad during that time. Rush hour and all that stuff. 5.30 start today gets the Pelicans as the Warriors. Try to get the 3-4 and four in a 7-game homestand three and four in a seven game homestand and Jermont Green is now working ripping himself back up his ass he asked a question saying you know what is success for the Warriors this season I don't have the answer to that question I don't I can't I don't know what success is I don't know what the roster is going to look like in three weeks but maybe that is success maybe flipping the roster is success maybe getting to the first round of the playoffs is success maybe getting to the play in tournament is success Maybe moving some off of some of the money is success. What is success to you since you asked the question? Yeah. What is and your I, answer? My, my answer is optimal flexibility heading into the offseason. And so that could be 
getting rid of Andrew Wiggins right now to get something back that maybe doesn't help you that much right now, but gives you maximum flexibility to either you know flip that piece in the offseason or to be able to have that piece leave you and give you cap room? Because when was the last time the Warriors had a quote-unquote max slot open in the play, right. in, in the offseason? Kevin Durant. <laughs> right? So now there, there just might not be a player available. Uh, that has happened to the Knicks over and over and over and over again. I believe that you're viewed much higher than the Knicks have ever been viewed over the last 20 years as a playoff destination. I would want to be open as Paul George. We don't know what's going to happen there. We don't know what's going to happen with Kawhi. We don't know what's going to happen with Pascal Siakam. There are a lot of guys out there, and there's different degrees of difference maker that we're talking about. Um, There are a lot of guys out there. Hey, what happens with Milwaukee? And Dame. Well, let's say Dame and Giannis don't work out. Could Giannis be on the move? Could Embiid be on the move? Yeah. I would want to have the most optimal flexibility heading into next offseason. And so if that requires me moving Andrew Wiggins to get something back for now or keeping CP3 for now so that I have that flexibility moving forward... All I want to be is a desirable location with optionality heading into the offseason. That doesn't concede this year. I still think you can try to get into the playoffs, and then, hey, once you get into the playoffs, it's a roll of the dice. But I would do whatever I need to do to give myself optionality heading into this offseason. Yeah, I'm with you. That that's that's not bad. And getting under, I also I don't getting I, under the tax apes. Yes, as well, because you because you, you're not going to want to pay the tax. Well, it's not just that you yeah. lose the ability to yep. couple the first round draft yep. picks needed to it's get one of these big whales. Yep. So yep. Uh, sorry that I didn't add that in there. Uh, and I could we could explain the the tax bracket in just a second. I have it on my timeline. It's my pinned tweet. Because I feel like we're going to be referencing this tax apron and tax bracket <laughs> over the next month or two or three uh, for a long, long time here. By the way, the Bears just fired offense coordinator Luke Getze and other members of the offensive staff. So they are gone from Chicago. Don't know what that means for Ibrafus. I don't know what that means for Justin Fields. But just to update everybody on the NFL, the Bears just fired offensive coordinator Luke Getze. Luke Getze, who was the offensive coordinator for the Bears. Huh, it is what it is. You know, I, I look at where the Warriors are at right now, and I don't think this year can be a lost year. Um, mm. Even if, let's say, they, they make a trade that doesn't necessarily make them better for right now, I still want to develop Kaminga. I still want to, you know, see where Clay Thompson's at. I Whoa. still want to see where Draymond Green's at because I want to know if those guys are going to be a part of next year's, you know, run for a championship. Where's we'll Pajemski at? We'll where? find out in three weeks whether or not Kaminga's on his roster. That's, he may be traded. Wiggins may be traded. You entirely might may, be correct. Maybe. Maybe Moody's traded. Maybe Looney. Maybe he's on the way out. Looney. Everything's on the table. Everything is on the table. Let's take some calls. Yeah, here. yeah. Let's hear from the Chris audience. Crystal Livermore. Crystal Livermore. What's hey, happening? Chris? You're on the roast. What's going on, fellas? How are you? Happy hump Good. day. Yeah. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. Hey, Shasky. I, I, I feel you on the uh, the positivity. We definitely need it right now. Uh, I, I agree with your uh, how you want to end the season and whatnot. Uh, I kind of want to just take us back to not too long ago, 11-30-23, where we celebrated Clay, Dre, and Steph Day. And I kind of want to just end the season on a note that, you know, makes us as Warrior fans proud of that day mm. and uh, gives us a reason to believe that we can have a statue out front of Chase of those three players. Because right now, everybody's talking trade, 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 you know, all these trades, but I'd like to see a statue of those three outside the arena someday. Well, so that 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 still may happen. Doesn't mean you can't be open to trading anybody. You know, Clay Thompson would be very intriguing because he's coming off an expiring he has an expiring contract and he's shooting the ball very, very well over the last five I 
cast four weeks of the season. But what do you do? Because they're going to get they're going to get statues. They're going to get their jerseys retired and all that stuff. Now, I'm, Steph Curry definitely deserves a statue. We'll see about the other two, but I, I think they'll all get I think they, some love. Yeah. I they think all they're going to get some get love. That's going to happen. That doesn't mean. What do you do with the roster right now? Because Draymond Green spoke yesterday. You know, Steve Kerr spoke yesterday about Draymond Green. I think everything's on the table. So is that success? Moving off the big three, breaking mm-hmm. up the big three. Is it moving off of Kaminga? Is it starting Kaminga, giving him 35 minutes a game? Is he a player you could build around? I have no idea. I don't think we've seen enough from Kaminga, Moody, Pajewski, or TJD to say, hey, definitively, we could build around these guys. We can do that. I, I don't know. But in terms of positivity, it is what it is. Like, you want positive? You want positives? I. I mean, I'll win give some you games. Win some games. No, but I'll give That's you some small positives. You know, because, you know, a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, we were, I, I know we're trying to be now positive, and they're under 500. All right? This is a team that has championship aspirations. You have an owner who has championship aspirations. You think he cares about being positive right now? You think he? No. He, he is ticked off right now being under 500. No, I, I agree with that, but wallowing in the misery isn't trying to find solutions. And so I'm trying to find a solution well, to get out of this predicaments that they're well, in. Well, you can find solutions to still be miserable. That's true. You know, you can find solutions to still, damn, this makes me miserable. Well, that, the solutions do make me bad. <laughs> well, I would, I would look at it this way, where, like, you know, Chris Paul, it feels like either he's off the team via trade or you're going to be able to flip that deal if he opts in in the offseason. It feels like you can, right? Mm-hmm. And so to me, that's an asset. How big of an asset? I don't know. But that's an asset. I, I don't know about Wiggins right now. I don't know if teams are seeing him as an anchor or an asset. I, I really don't know. But I know this. They're paying him a lot of money, and it's prohibiting them from playing a younger player at the similar position. And I feel like right now that energy that he is absorbing feels like there's a little cloud over it, um, fair or not. And so I think moving him for the sake of moving him is a start. And hopefully when you move that guy, one of two things happens. You get something back that can help you, or you can get something back that gives you flexibility heading into this offseason. Well, just freeing up the money because I'm looking at, you know, Andrew Wiggins and his player option at the end of the deal. Huh. Does Scottie Pippen have a statue in Chicago? Somebody just asked seven oh seven. That's a great question. I don't think so, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know Chicago well enough. Scottie Pippen does have a statue. Dude. Maybe we need to. Well, but that's this. on also the Chicago, yeah, Chicago Bulls and how Bulls. they determine. Yeah, you know, that, giving out statues like Orlando Cepeda. Orlando Cepeda has a statue, and you know, right. I think he was with the Giants seven years. Right. You know, and he was a great Giant, but you know, his best years were with another team. They have a statue of him. Uh, they unveiled it in 2011. Okay, gotcha. So there you go. That was a good question. I, I, didn't, I didn't know. I don't know. I, I would have been like, that's wrong to not have a statue of Scottie Pippen. That was, that's ruthless. Let's go to AT in Seattle. AT, what's happening? You're on the road. Hey. Hey, I just wanted to say that I remember back when during the KD days, they'd have just us. That was their motto. I feel like that's what they got to get back to. I haven't seen this team leak so much. I haven't seen this team be on the press so much because the internal turmoil and success for me is get for them getting back to just us and knowing how to gracefully transition to the next era. If you can't do that like Pop did it, if you can't do that like the Celtics have done it to a contender, even though I don't rate them, you got to make that transition. And I feel like to make that transition, you have to block out the noise and get back to being 
just us. Well, they've always had a lot of media around them since they started winning championships. You know, you ever go to media day during the Kevin Durant years or even after the first championship game and there's nothing but cameras and lighting and it's filling up the gym. And they've been the talk of the NBA for damn near a decade. They've been the lead story. They've had national TV games galore. Probably the most national television games in the last decade to go to State Warriors. So they have been in that spotlight for many, many years. But now the spotlight is different. The spotlight is different because of what's happened inside this locker room. And really, it started last year in training camp. I, I keep going back to that because Shasky, immediate day last season, right before they went to Japan, the vibes were immaculate. So many people were so excited about the Warriors. Jordan Poole's in a great mood. Wiggins, they're all chirping. They're all talking. I mean, it was a great time. It was. And I was thinking to myself, are they really going to go back-to-back? Man, you got the young guys now they're on board. They're entering their second year. They're going to be a lot better. You get James Wiseman back. And from that day in the training camp, it just hasn't been the same. It really hasn't. And I don't know if you can get it back. Like, Draymond Green... Is at the center of it. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The reason why we're talking about this stuff is because we haven't seen Draymond Green for half the season. And we don't know what this roster... We don't know what this roster is. Mm. It hasn't been maximized because one of your lead cogs has been out for more than half the year due to what he called antics, and I agree with that. So is success moving off of Draymond Green? Can you keep Draymond Green around? Can they figure it out? And will players want to come due to Draymond Green? Like, that's a real thing. And I, I look, what I heard from Draymond Green yesterday and what I heard from his podcast, and we could we could disagree on some of the things he said. I didn't think maybe, you know, 40 minutes yesterday is a little long, but he was sincere. He was sincere. And I give him that. And I do think he's taking a step in the right direction now. We still have to see the actions. We still have to see how it plays out on the floor when he does come back. And then we have to see what the rotations look like because we have no idea. We have no idea if Kaminga's going to start next to him. We have no idea if Draymond Green is going to be able to help Andrew Wiggins and Jonathan Kaminga because Draymond Green was here, and it wasn't helping Andrew Wiggins at all. Andrew Wiggins has just been lost all season long with or without Draymond Green. But will players, if you do move off some of these guys, Jasky, do they still look at this destination as desirable after what's happened with this organization over the last two years? Do they still look at the Warriors saying, you know what, I can go there and ring chase. I go there and play next to Steph and Dre and Clay. We don't even know if Clay's going to be here. You yeah. get what I'm saying? No, I do. Um, couldn't you have made the similar arguments about the Lakers the last couple of years? You can, but a lot of those guys are drafted, right? And so when they picked up D'Lo, 
They traded for D'Lo. He was nobody wanted D'Lo from Minnesota. They made it work. Yeah, you know, picking up Austin Reeves when they did, and then picking up some of the cheaper guys on the back end. I get it, but a lot of things happen via trade for them. I, no, no doubt. I, I just I look at it like. As long as LeBron's there, I, I feel like you're a destination. As long as Steph Curry's here, you're a destination to a degree. Maybe I'm biased. Maybe, maybe people view this as a toxic situation. Maybe people are saying, yeah, but not that guy. Like, I don't know if you saw the Tyrese Maxey did a podcast and he was talking about Draymond Green screaming and yelling at him. Yeah. Um, even though he's not a big talker. You know, uh, are people saying, I. I'll go there, just not play with him. I don't know that. We don't know I don't that. Know. We don't. I mean, I, I, forever I've heard about how Kyrie and, and Harden aren't the greatest to play with, and yet I see a lot of people lining up to play with them, and they think Are it's going to be different. Are they? I mean... Harden's been traded. I know, a Harden's zillion been times. Traded. It's not like they're but lining up to play f- with him. Well, it just he's been traded like to those destinations. And then by the end of his tenure, Philadelphia looks so much better without him. Now, the Clippers are playing some good basketball. I'm very impressed with yeah. the L.A. Clippers. But I don't know if people are lining up to play. Well, I don't know about lining up. All it takes is one, right? I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm too close to the situation and I'm being biased, but I feel like the Warriors have a really good track record. There are some things that every organization has that they wish that they could redo, but there are a lot of people that I think that can help them. And what's really stuck in my head over the last few years, because they've been so bloated with the top-end contracts, rightfully, when you win what they win and when you create legends— they have had very limited ways to be able to fill out the rest of the roster. You've lost the mid-level exception. You've lost, you know, different ways of adding outside of the minimum veteran right. salary. And so if you can get back to that and have other ways to be able to fill out that roster, to me, I think it does become a more desirable situation, not just for the, the top end, you know, prime guys, like, a you know, let's say Embiid or Paul right. George or whatever, but also some of those mid-level guys that you, you just haven't been able to spend money with well that may be true but this culture has taken a hit undenied i i I can't argue that and so when people look at this destination again nba players they're looking at the bay area and they're here i don't think the warriors have a problem with this you know the giants are making excuses about the city or whatnot the warriors don't have that problem the niners don't have that problem but i do i do wonder with the current situation there's questions about the head coach because next season, you we don't even know who the coach is going to be. Steve Kerr has just signed an extension. And the longer the slingers, we learned our lesson last year with Bob Myers. We don't know if Klay Thompson's going to be around. We don't know how players view Draymond Green and some of the things he's done on the court to other players. There's a long track record there. Steph's getting older. He's not 32 no more. Mm. He's not 31 no more. He's 35. And I still think he's playing at a high level. But he's going to be 36 next season. It's a reality. Father Time's undefeated. There's been a little slippage here. You just look at the last seven games for Stephen Curry. The last seven games for Stephen Curry has not been good. I'm going to cite these numbers here for you. And Stephen Curry over the last seven shafts, he's shooting in the 30s. And so I think that's a byproduct of guys being in and out of the lineup. There's no doubt about that. But look, 22 points per game over the last seven. 37% from the floor. 31% from three. Is that just... You know, a little bit of a mini slump, or is that reality that Steph Curry does have a little slippage? Well, no, I think I think he, where he's at is he's at where LeBron was before they acquired Anthony Davis. You're still great, but you just can't do it all. You just can't at this age, and and you can't expect to age properly unless you have an in their prime star 
who you could take turns right. throughout a regular season and a postseason right. saying, your turn, my turn, right? At, at carrying the team for long he stretches. And Steve I, Kerr touched on that. I, I, I really believe that he is at the exact same point where LeBron was prior to Anthony Davis going to the Lakers. So here's what Steve Kerr said about it yesterday about Steph Curry's recent struggles. I think we've thrown a ton on his shoulders. Um, the burden that Steph Curry has on him for this franchise is unfair. The, um, the Draymond suspension, Draymond is uh, the vocal leader of the team, obviously, right? He and Steph have kind of been co-captaining the leadership uh, with our group for a decade. So without Draymond here, that adds a lot more to Steph's plate. We're trying to integrate you know, a lot of young players. Steph has a very unique style. It's the play after the play that matters with Steph. And um, we've put him in some combinations where the play after the play isn't happening. And that's frustrating for him. Uh, he's not James Harden or Luca. He's not, we're not going to just run a high pick and roll and spread the floor. And he's, you know, he's going to dribble 700 times. That's not his game. So he, he's, he has to thrive off the ball just as well as he does on the ball. And um, frankly, we, we've had some combinations out there that don't recognize that as well as as certain combinations so when you mix in that and and you know some of the other guys struggling whatever and and you know occasional turmoil that's a lot that's a lot and you know this guy has carried our torch for over a decade and everything we've built is really based on him and uh so we're we're putting too much on his plate right now and i do agree with that there is a lot on his plate right now and he is a superstar and some people will say well this is what happens to superstars but you know what, man? He is pressing. He's going to see Herb Jones tonight, another long, mm. athletic defender. After seeing Scotty Barnes, who Scotty Barnes was putting on the show yesterday at Crypto.com Arena. And we got some sound from that where the Lakers <laughs> shot 23 free throws. What was it 23 free throws in the fourth quarter to the Raptors, too? Should have been more, probably. All right. that That's – come on, man. Did that, that's that's a bad product. That was that – was, that was, then, don't it's even get me started with the well, officiating. Yeah, but so so I so with <laughs> Steph Curry doing all this, like how desirable is this situation right now with all these unknowns? There's a lot of unknowns, a lot of questions mm -hmm. with the Warriors right now. Now, can they turn this around? I think they can. Maybe a trade flips that, but I don't know how desirable they're going to be in the off season because I don't know who's going to be here, and that's a real thing, Shasky. So I I don't know. They're not like. At one point, the Niners were very desired. Remember mm -hmm. the 90s? They mm -hmm. ran. Tell that. I watched the Reggie White 30 for 30. I didn't know the Niners ran on Reggie White. He was in their final three. And then once Steve Young got knocked out, how desirable were the 49ers after that? No, not at all. Look at the Giants right now. They seem to be desirable in 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2016. Yeah. How about now? Not, not, not so much. But I think if you go to like a, a, if you're reimagining the roster and you're just trying to be creative, if you start with Steph and then have an open mind on everything else, I still think you are somewhat desirable. They, they remind me of a sitcom that's kind of like getting stale and needs that new cast member new character to kind. Yes, you get what I'm going. Like yeah. remember when Growing Pains got oh, yeah. real stale, and then they added in Chrissy Seaver, mm -hmm. uh, who would eventually you know get in, and then they added Leonardo DiCaprio to kind of right. like spice things up. Like, that's what it feels like for me for the Warriors. They, Family they Matters. To, what? I went to Stefan Urkel. Yes, exactly. Urkel, exactly. Had, what was the girl? Myra? Was it Myra? Yes. Instead of starting uh, dating Laura, they brought in Myra. Yeah, no, you had to and you had to shake it up a little now, bit. Now, those sitcoms all come to an end at some point, right? This is going to come to an end at some point. But for me, I would just, I would try to reimagine this team. Uh, and, and to me, flexibility is the most important. And you just say, hey, look, Steph, who do you want to play with? 
Who are you? How are you looking to age these final few yeah. years? Wow. Who are the guys that you would like? Circle those guys and do everything in your power to create a roster that can cultivate no, the I, best out you. of the final few years. I'm with you. I'm with you. And if that that may be the direction they go in, but you look at some of the free agents here, it's going to be hard to get them. I, it's going to be very, very hard. No Just doubt. looking at the top ten list right now: Clay Thompson, Demar Derozan, Nico Claxton. Uh, Nick Claxton, excuse me, Tyrese Maxey. See, Tyrese Maxey, can we stop on him uh, for I a second? I love Tyrese Maxey. I love him. The fact that he, and I believe they'll be able to match the offer because yeah. of the bird rights thing. And they will. But, I mean, he's the kind of player, defensively, who can also set up for others. I would love to get him, but that feels far-fetched. I also think, you know, I've been on this Kobe White hype, and we've seen, we're have seen we going to see him Friday in Chicago. Kobe White had like 27-8-5 the other day. But he's only making twelve million dollars over the next two years. Twelve million each. I would like that. Yeah, but I don't think the Bulls will trade a contract. Yeah, like that. as that as, is very team friendly yeah. contract, and he's only twenty three years old. So, that, you know, I'm looking because he's second in the league when it comes to blowing by guys. And what happens when you could blow by guys? Dribble drive penetration. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, you create open shots for Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson. Now, the interesting thing with Steve Kerr is he said he's not going to just run pick and roll. And I agree with that. High ball screens, pick the roll, dribble, dribble, dribble. You have to mix it up. That's where Steph Curry's getting worn down. Yes, exactly. You know? But I also think the lack of a second ball handler has made their offense look even more predictable. And that's why people are going crazy about yep. pick and rolls. Yep. Yep. And I, that's I where Draymond fits in. Yeah, fits in. Yeah, no, pick and roll basketball is just ugh. Uh let's go to John at San Rafael. John, what's happening? You're on the roast. Hey fellas, thanks for letting me on. The uh the Draymond thing is, is just very typical with him. Like, you know, he's a bit of a clown, but he's our clown. And whenever these occur, he turns it around, right? And in this instance, I just don't buy that he's so genuine, right? He, he's like, oh, I was going to retire, and woe is me, Adam Silver. And then he cries to Kerr, woe is me. He into the, the enemy with... How could you say that about me? And it's just, you know what it is? It's sophomoric. It's completely sophomoric. And you know what? He's our guy, but dang, he really turns this around and it's woe with me. Um, what'd you think of Draymond, the podcast? Adam, it's and, too much for me. And what he said. So the podcast said was different than the press conference right. for me. The the podcast felt very uh this is my point of view, and I'm trying to get my point of view across, which that's why you have a podcast. It's going to be the point of view of the person who's hosting it, and you're going to give your insights. They talk about controlling the message now for these athletes, and you know, I think to a degree, you know, Draymond likes to... He likes to write his own autobiography, if right. we will, right? And so... Um, I thought that the press conference was sincere. Maybe it did drag on a little long, but ultimately, I've told you for a long time that I don't really... I don't really buy what anyone says at a press conference in front of a dais. It's all about your actions. And so your actions moving forward are going to be what I'm going to judge you on. I'm not going to judge you on the sincerity of a of a promise or the sincerity of some sort of an apology. It's going to be about your actions moving forward. And then in a crisis time, in a moment of adverse you know, uh, situations, how are you going to respond? Yeah, That's how I'm going to judge you. Yeah, we're all eager to see how he responds. Here's I felt, he I felt sincere. Sincerity, though, from him that maybe I hadn't necessarily felt at other press conferences. Here's what he said on changing some of the antics. Let's face it, like, antics, antics isn't something that got me here. And so when I look back on these situations, it's like, can you remove the antics? I'm very confident I can remove the antics. And I'm very confident if I do remove the antics, 
no one's worried about how I play the game of basketball. You know, nobody's worried about how I carry myself in the game of basketball, but it's the antics. So that's my focus. You know, it's not on changing who I am completely. You don't change the spots on the leopard. It's just not going to happen. And I'm not going to try to set some unrealistic expectation of like, who's this person going to be? Like, it's not real. And that's not sustainable. I've always said before, I, I know how to be me a lot better than I can be anyone else. But in saying that, can I accept the fact that my antics has been over the top? Of course. Can I remove those? Am I capable of removing those? Of course. I think with, without that, then I don't think there is much of an issue, but it's the antics that can go. And I've made a commitment to do things to make sure that those don't creep in. So that's that's what we want to hear, but that's also what we want to see. And that's remains to be seen because we haven't seen him step on the court yet, but at least he acknowledges that I've got to remove the stuff. I have to. Because Steve Kerr said yesterday on Willard Dibs, his career is at a crisis, Draymond Green, that is. It's at a crisis. And that, to me, means that, boy, he probably has one strike left with the go to State Warriors in the NBA. Wow. I mean, that was deep. Can I chew on that for a second? To say that it's a crisis, that he... Yeah, that's deep. He's had a career crisis. That that means, that sounds to me like he's on his last strike with the Warriors. Yeah, but does that mean they're going to trade him? Something may happen. Interesting. Something may happen. Right, I don't know what you're going to get in the trade for him. I know, I know. Even if no, you can't it, trade him. It's, it, it does feel like they've reached their tolerance level, right? Like the, the, their maximum level of put-uppery. <laughs> How much they'll be willing to accept. Right. Now, but, the cynic in me is saying, boy, yeah, this is the final straw. Yeah. You know, like, and it's I love Day Day. But this point. is the final straw. You know, like, we're... But isn't it... Let me, let me let me just so, peel it back for, to the you played two different cuts there. The first cut, where he's talking about removing the antics, right? Isn't that what you and I have been saying almost at, at verbatim yeah. for about four years now? Yep. And a lot of people, and at times I think we've agreed with them, but a lot of people was like, no, 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 no. If you remove the antics, he loses being who he right. is. And I'm so refreshed to hear from him. Like, yeah, if I just remove the antics, I can still play ball, and that's all I've wanted him to do is just play ball. Stop with the all the extra stuff. And everybody kept telling me, Joe, the extra stuff is what makes Draymond well, Draymond. No, the extra well, stuff's what's getting him in trouble. Well, no, the extra stuff when it comes to Rudy Gobert and Yusuf Nurkic is not the stuff that anybody wanted to see. Exactly. The refing stuff, okay, he gets his technical, That's fine. he's barking. Yeah. I, I mean, these referees are terrible. So I, I don't, you know, some of them need to be yelled at, to be quite frank. They need to be yelled at. But in, in terms of like the pool stuff and. The Gobert situation and the, Kevin, Kevin Durant on the sideline back in 20, 2018, 2019. That's the stuff that nobody condones. Nobody no. likes that. Nobody says, hey, he needs to put Rudy Gobert to chokehold to play like he needs to play. No, 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 no. That's not what makes Draymond. But that edge, that extra energy to be fired up, sure. Like, I don't want to see that go away. But at the same time, yeah, it does get enough where the referees have now Say, you know what? Enough's enough. We're going to tee up. You're not going to talk to us like that anymore. And he does talk to him crazy. Now, Steve Kerr mentioned that yesterday. But another one, he said his return is urgent. Draymond Green, that is, because he cost his team. The cost, or all the things that he's done has cost his team, and enough is enough. 
it's urgent from a professional standpoint because I wasn't hurt. At least my body wasn't hurt. My mind was hurt. My feelings was hurt. Uh, but it wasn't like some injury caused me off the floor. So it's very urgent because I've cost my team enough. I've cost this organization enough, you know, and so it's not a time for me to just come back and be like, all right, I'm going to take my time and get back when I can. No, like you caused this yourself. And so you don't get the grace. And although I'm very appreciative of our organization, number one, for the support, but number two, they're putting the plan together to ramp up. If it was up to me, I would love to come back and play right now. Reality is it's probably not the best thing for me or the best thing from an organizational standpoint and what that looks like moving forward and, and the risk of injury and all those things. But, you know, there's a human component of this as well. And you sit home and you watch these games and as a competitor, you want to help. So... That's where he's at right there. That felt like the most self-aware Draymond's ever been. And then maybe I'm missing stuff from back in the day, but him acknowledging some of his shortcomings, self-awareness, man, acceptance is the first step. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I really hope that the guy can turn the corner yeah, here. I do too. I really do because clearly he is a legend for the Warriors. Everyone loves him, and if a guy like him can turn around his story, don't we all love a good redemption story? We do, and it's going to be very inter- interesting to see how Draymond can redeem himself because. The fan, and I hear this all the time, the fan will throw it at me and say, well, Bonte cost us a 2016 championship. Well, Bonte, he didn't play hard in 2019 when they won 15 games and they lost 50. And he basically said, yeah, I knew we were going to lose. The fan will tell me <laughs> such that, 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 that no, it's, it's real. It's not I know, even funny. It's like but every time you say it, like, I laugh. Damn, I just gave you $100 million. You didn't play hard for a season. You just took the $25 million and chilled. That's the fan. The fan who spends the money. The fan who buys the gear. The fan who buys the Draymond Green jersey. So, look, I want to see him play well because I think he was playing very well. I do. He was playing. He was playing some good basketball. But was the basketball enough to get this team over the top? But, again, when you say the podium stuff, you're tired of hearing the podium stuff. I thought the presser went on a little too long yesterday. Well, well, so what did you think it should have been? I just, you know. If Draymond comes out and says, hey, look, man, I went to therapy. This is what I went to therapy uh-huh. for because I'm still not exactly sure what he went to therapy or counseling for. It's none of our um, business. It, it's none of our business, but, you know, we're hearing about everything else. So, you know, what okay. are you – but he's sitting there and he's talking. He's going on and on and on. I, Draymond just came out and said, hey, man, look, that's some anger issues. I need help. I need to get that help. I'm going to continue to get help, and I'm going to try to prove to everybody that I can fix this problem. That's enough. I don't need to go into all the details. Like, you know, the whole, the whole, everything was so long winded. Like, I don't need to hear about you and Kerr in the backyard crying together. <laughs> Maybe keep that for yourselves. I know. Some of the stuff the public doesn't need to know. Yeah. The public doesn't need to well, know that you're talking to Adam Silver about retirement. Well, the part that jarred me uh, during the podcast was Bob Myers reaching out on his behalf yeah. to the to the commissioner Adam, over and yeah, over and over again. Yeah. That doesn't need to be out in the public. No, I would maybe keep you're that putting close Bob Myers the, in a exactly. situation. Exactly, I would in a keep very that a, situation. Yeah, you know? I, I'm kind of with you on that one. So I, you know, the other thing is this, and and look, Draymond is allowed to do whatever he wants to do. I get uncomfortable personally. This is just me. I get uncomfortable, and I've said this about LeBron and other people when they pick and choose how to use their family as yeah. kind of a shield to to wield um, in their defense and. 
because it, to me the families are off off limits right for everyone to discuss yeah. i don't want to talk about your your children nor should we be talking about your children or your significant others or whatever but when you give us those insights and those things to me it feels like a method of scapegoating where you're like mm -hmm. you know i was talking with my daughter and right. and, I, and now you're, you're trying to garner up empathy and I, I i don't think it's fair because we're not allowed to go down that path nor should we go down that path so i don't like when you start to go down that path and i get it you're trying to be honest and candid and and forthright and i just i struggle when the athletes are using right. their family and they're talking about death right. threats and this that and the other first off we all agree it's a unanimous normal common sense thinking people are like any idiot who's threatening your family yeah. is a low-life scumbag. Especially over a game. Exactly. Over a game. Just because you made the bet. It's because you got that player of fantasy and maybe he it's, didn't perform. It's horrible. These guys are human beings. They're not robots. I, I do feel at times I find it difficult to sift through when you're using it as being forthright and 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 sincere and when you're using it to garner up empathy for yourself it's yeah. very difficult and it becomes muddied and so i just think that it feels very manipulative yeah. at times and i'm trying to pick and choose and so i don't like when he does that that's just me then my particular opinions let's go to jb real quick in oakland and then we'll get to bpa jb in oakland what's happening uh we got the injury report coming hey, up hey. good morning jb hey hey good morning guys how y'all doing i'm good, doing good, good. That's what's up, man. I've been wanting to call for a minute. And I've been hearing y'all talk about the Warriors. I've been a Warrior fan since I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? And what I think you guys have forgot, these are champions. You feel me? And everybody counting these guys out. Draymond, Clay, Curry, Curry, they're champions. When they, Curry come from Davidson, uh, Clay from Washington, and Draymond from Michigan State. And nobody knew who they was. But they made people know who they were. You see what I'm saying? These are champions. And what they're going through ain't nothing new than what they've ever been through in their life. And Draymond, I wouldn't trade him for a, a I wouldn't trade him never in the day. You feel me? Because he the dog. He the big brother. And what he did to Gobert and the other guy, he had to do. Because... Uh, BPA, BPA, Brian and Paul Alto. What's happening, Brian? You're on the roast. Hey guys, what's going on? What's up, BPA? It's a beautiful Wednesday. It's a little slight, slightly Sorry, moist out there. You got shafted at a roaster of the year, by the way. It's okay. <laughs> I voted for you. <laughs> He's lying. It's not uh, th th thank you. I appreciate it. Well, you should vote for me. You know, so it's earned. Um, <laughs> you didn't earn it. You yeah, quit on us. Rings. You quit on us, BPA. I Remember did. that. You I quit did. on us. Okay. It's okay. Hey, it's okay. Um, you know, there. I mean, look. They're 500 team. What I think they were just under 500 when Draymond played. Was yeah. Playing. Yeah. Um, they're 500 team. Uh, it's it is what it is. Uh, that that this is going to be some, you know, so, you know, ma major solution to the issues they have. I think is absurd. Um, you know, with and I don't know if they're going to make moves or not. Um, I don't know what moves are <laughs> can fix the issues they have, but yeah. It's. I do think Draymond's still a good player when he has the self control to not be suspended half the games, um, and so like he's a keeper, Steph's a keeper, and that's it. That's about it. Everyone else should be on the table. Um, that's that's my take. Is just you know. I agree. I don't know what that fixes. <laughs> they they yeah. need massive moves. Yeah. Or they could just say, hey, let's just let's just wait it out. We're not going anywhere this year. Let's let the all the plays are going to expire. CP3 expires. Maybe we can get Wiggins off the books. I mean, Wiggins, I mean, he, he looks like he's sick or something like that. I don't know what's going on with him. 
I don't know what's going on with him, Tiago. Uh, He's not hurt, is he? Segment sponsored by Golden State Lover, serving the Bay Area for two generations. When you succeed, we succeed. Visit GoldenStateLover.com. You can't win Rose for the year when you threaten to go to the other station. The other station is it's time for the injury report. It really hurts. Brought to you by Boxer and Nurse, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm. Helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. I'm a Shad VPA from Adobe Award every single year. I'm Just optimistic, Bonte. Just because... <laughs> Tiago. I'm a dynamic human being. <laughs> He's the two-way player the Warriors have been missing all year. Oh, my gosh. They do need a two-way player. Is Dre a keeper? I don't know. I don't know who's a keeper. He said he's a keeper. and I, I don't know. I'm going to ask said Anthony that? Draymond? Slater. No, Tiago, oh, Ti- a.k.a. BPA, yeah. said that Draymond's a keeper along well, with Steph, but everyone well, else can go. Well, JB, JB also said that, too. He said he's our champions. Anthony Slater coming up in four minutes last. He was at the press yesterday. Pelicans forward Zion Williamson, Jose Alvarado, guard, will remain questionable for the Pelicans game against the Warriors tonight. Don't forget, 5.30 start, 5.30 start. Williamson, or Zion, as we all know him as, has been dealing with a right quad contusion, and Alvarado is battling with a non-COVID illness. Both missed their last game against Sacramento, but it did not matter because they beat the Kings by 33 points and were up 50. Like the beam on that. Both are considered game-time decisions. The injury report brought to you by Boxer and Gers and Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. It is a Warriors Wednesday brought to you by Freeman Appliance, a trusted day since 1922. Anthony Slater coming up, our 95.7 Game Insider. And don't forget, visit FreemanSupplies.com today. Adam, it's too much for me. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.